Welcome to Practically a Fabringen, a podcast about life, about getting real, and about Chabad Hasidus. Here's our hosts, Menachem Poznanski and Rabbi Meir Pricker. Welcome to the second episode of Practically If I Bring. This is Menachem Poznanski. Of course, I'm joined by Mayor Prager. And uh, this episode picks up right in the middle of a conversation that Mayor and I were having about the difference between learning Tanya from somebody who's been raised under the tutelage of Chabad Hasidus versus picking up Tanya for the first time. It relates to, a, to an episode that's going on in my life right now where I'm beginning to learn Tanya with somebody who's a much greater scholar than me, somebody who's doing me a favor by spending time to learn with me, but we're learning Tanya, and therefore he's experiencing Tanya for the first time. Yet looking at it through the lens of the Musser movement and through the other learnings that he's had. And Mayer and I explored, and Mayer explained, kind of the difference that comes, A, when a person's been raised under the outlook of Tanya, and how Tanya specifically changes your outlook in life. So here's episode two. Learning in a Hasidic environment is very, very different than learning in a different environment. Uh, many times uh, we live in the five towns and speak to we speak to a lot of people, a lot of perspectives, and um, and I always and always I see that um, all these great pe- and they're great, great people, really unbelievable people, and they're learning, but it's always about um, finding themselves, connecting to themselves talking to God, there's always the the eye stands first. Now the eye is a refined eye. It's a good eye. It's a nice eye. It's a it's an edel eye. There's no negativity in that eye. But it's very much eye first. <clears throat> and it's true and there, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's that's how it is. In up to the time when this Chabad and Alter ever came with Tanya and in, in general, where he elevated the game. Especially in the second period of Tanya, we're going to learn that Nevshis that we're part of God. It's a completely different perspective, coming from a completely different point. It's not coming from where I am, but but what what's called on me, what's asked from me, and it so therefore it leads you. You're much more humble when you read this the Sefer Tanya when you're learning, oh, and therefore. When you learn anything afterwards, they, they say that uh, when they learn Gemara, they used to say, when they say, Omega Vashi, they used to say, not the Avashi sense. Ravashi is telling us what Hashem wants. It was, there was no eyes. There's always what God wants in which respect that I guess maybe while in the next future, while we're learning together, hopefully this should be self evident of what, uh, of, uh, <clears throat> Of that attitude, of that attitude, of the nuances and separations, yeah, that that emerge. I mean, it sounds to me like you're saying like there's a certain attitudinal thing, there's a certain um, a mind and a, a a mindset, an outlook that you can come to the text with when you've been kind of raised within the framework of the school of Chabad. Am I, I don't know, I'm interpreting what you said, but there's a certain way of seeing things, a certain way of looking at things. Certain- there's, there's also a difference between when someone learns Tanya today, let's say your friend, he learned many books and they all stand on his shelf and they're all, 
you know, and each one of them is adding a piece in the puzzle. And, and it's a beautiful picture. The puzzle's nice, but it's just another, it's another piece of the puzzle. And the way um, a Lubavitcher learns Tanya is that it's not a piece of the puzzle. It's the picture itself. It's everything else becomes a piece in the puzzle. Once you gain this perspective, everything else is going to start coming into place where, 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 where they belong. It's really an appreciation of, of, of under, uh, a cease, uh, appreciation of godliness in a, in a real way. Mostly, obviously, Israel looking at a Jew in a real way and looking at her in, in a real way. Give you an example that I just somebody at H. Kodesh was telling me recently, yesterday that he's giving a uh, speech to one of the uh, schools. And, and the speech was about learning with Shema. And I said, it's interesting because, they, you know, almost always when you listen to a, to a yeshivish uh, world talking about learning, they talk about the fact that you should become a gadol and the importance of becoming a gadol. And Altareb actually writes in Tanya that learning to become a gadol is learning shalei Shema, is not learning it correctly. So that point itself is an amazing change. You see this two different, one has a whole system where you're learning to become a gadol and one is completely about finding out what your mission is and so, finding out what God wants from you. So what's something that's really powerful, I don't know how personal we want to get in this thing, but something that's really powerful is first of all, in that process of learning, we were learning, uh, we're up to Perik Hey, So we were learning and he was talking about the pressure that he was feeling in, in, in the way that the author is talking and, and maybe this is, this'll, this'll be a jumping off point for you, but, but, uh, but in the sense that he's talking about what it means to be a tzaddik and how a tzaddik is only pure good, right? Which we'll talk about down the line, right? And, and that's very, very pressurized. It's very intense. He said, it's very intense. He's asking me if I want to be a tzaddik, I have to only want good. And, and I said, well, you're missing something. It's called Sefer Shul Bainanim. He's not asking you to be a tzaddik. He's inviting you to be a Bainani, right? And, and he had a very hard time with that because it ruptured... I think everything that he's ever built his whole Hashkafa uh, Sachayim on, right? Is my goal is to be a tzaddik, and you're telling me my goal is to be a bain. You're telling me to to be a second-rate Jew, right? You're telling me to be a bainani, right? But if you don't learn, if you're not coming from that context of Tanya, it's a totally different thing. But but I want to make one more point before I send it back to you. Is that my experience? And we've talked about this before. Is that you know I I learned and learned many things, both secular and holy before I showed up and experienced Tanya. And when my Rebbe, when Rav Moshe Weinberger told me to start learning Tanya, I started learning it. I started reading it in a book. But my experience of it was when when you and I started learning together and when I started to, to learn Tanya from within the context of Chabad Hasidus, it, it was totally different. And not only that, but what's occurred in what you described is that everything in my life, I mean, I was closer attached to the teachings of Rabbi Nachman than the teachings of Chabad before I started. And yet, if I open Lukutei Maharan today, it's not the same Lukutei Maharan that I opened before I started learning Tanya. It's just, it's Lukutei Maharan seen through the lens of Tanya. And not only that, but we've talked about Viktor Frankl. I've read Man's Search for Meaning maybe a hundred times without, without exaggeration. And yet, if I open Man's Search for Meaning today, it's not the same book. It's literally not the same book. And that applies to every book that I read. 
every single book that's that I look at. You. That's the and what you're saying is, is that the reason why that happened to me, that's what you're proposing. And, and, I, and I, I believe it to be true. That the reason why that happened to me, the reason why that it was able to be absorbed in that way is because I was receiving Tanya from within the context of Chabad Hasidus. And it wasn't just another book on the shelf. It just wasn't just another Sefer of Musr that was written in the, in the early 1800s, late, late 1700s. It wasn't just another book, but it is the foundation of Chabad Hasidus as it's flowed out for the last 250 years. Yes. And it's very interesting that Chabad, in, the word Chabad is an acronym, Chochmah bin Nadas. It's intellectual. So we find over here in, in Chabad Chassidus two opposites. On one side, comp- talking about the most abstract, extreme opinions, like your friend's shock on what a tzaddik is. There, there are many that 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 experience has been felt throughout the ages. You know, you know, famous Hillel Paracha when he first learned he was at times of the Alter Rebbe a little late, little later. He was a holy person, very holy person. There's a lot of miracles attributed to him himself. And he said, "Before I went Tanya, I thought I was a tzaddik. Now I wish I was a benini." <laughs> it's it's seeing the big picture, but at the same time, it's chabad, and that is key here. That it has to be it has an intellectual hook. And the reason is because there are a lot of people, it's very there are people who are spiritual and you can learn about spirituality, you can float there and you're you're flying high in Tzvas with all the holy Jews and doing great stuff. And then there's reality. Now one of the most important realities is intellectual. So when when you learn about these concepts, these lofty concepts, and Chabad this gives you an intellectual slant take on it, it anchors that spirituality into your psyche. So even when you're not spiritually on, that that the fact that you mentally got it at one point, logically, puts that pressure, not that pressure, that's a negative word. You're always on, you're always on. It's always, you always, you know the truth. You know, you're, it's, it's there. It's sunk once. It's the concept of taking something so abstract and bringing some logic to it grounds it. And it always keeps you tethered to, to the spirituality, even when you're off. And, um, well, perhaps you mean it, like it. Perhaps you mean it always shows up for you, no matter where you are. It's always there. It's always yeah. there. Yeah. It's always there. It's always there.